Show Podcast, show about anything, everything, probably food, although I don't think that we talk that much about food on this episode, but we do have a great interview with Guillermo Tapia, um, artist and owner of GDT Studios on uh, Ray Street here in Fort Worth, so we're going to be talking about um, some of the projects that he's done, if you've ever heard of Art Luck, or if you've been to the studio, or or honestly, a good number of art-related events in the city, you've probably seen some of his work or seen some of what his work has produced um, for other people in the city. So, uh, great conversation with Guillermo on this episode. If you want to hear more episodes of this podcast, you can do that on whatever platform you're on, or you can listen to them at um, widowkitchen.com. That's W-E-R-O kitchen.com. There's a podcast page on there where you can see um, all of the episodes from season one and also season two. One last unrelated thing before we get into this interview. Guys, stop asking me to do ASMR audios eating tacos. That shit is weird. <laughs> and it's not going to happen on this podcast. All right. Guaranteed not going to happen on this podcast. That said, here's the interview with Guillermo Tapia of GDT Studios. Uh, Guillermo, thanks for joining us on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so Guillermo, if people just don't know you or they're not familiar with work, just give us a little backstory of like who you are, what's your, what's your style? Um, so I, I mostly just do figurative art, uh, paint portraits, do you know commissions to commemorate anything from like a family member to a pet. Um, I've been doing that for a while, but not full time since like up until 2014. Mm -hmm. So that's the first time I had any kind of introduction into like the forward art scene and just in general. So, um, since then a lot has happened. Yeah. So I've been staying kind of busy. Wait, so where are you from originally? You're from Fort Worth? I was born in Matamoros. I didn't even get to like remember anything mm. and then I was raised for a little bit in Houston and then I started school in uh, in Northside Fort Worth over in Washington Heights okay yeah it's a school that used to be underground because by an airplane or uh, airbase oh really yeah wow it's cool and then and then recently they they you know erected a big building but I got to be one of the ones that enjoyed like Hey, we're in a we're in a tornado shelter too. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I bet it was like really cool in the summertime, like since yeah. everything's underground. Yeah, I mean it was always nice. Um, it's just it looks odd, you know. There's like little <laughs> rooms you go into, and you're like, "This is your school?" No, it's downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was cool. Huh. But yeah, I'm from Fort Worth, so I've lived here my whole life. Uh, mm. I went to school. Uh, over in uh, River Oaks. Okay. And then that's where, where I graduated. But yeah, I've just stayed here. I, I'm a transplant to the Riverside area because mm -hmm. that's not where I was raised. But Fort Worth still. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So when did you start painting? Was that something you've always done like since you were a kid? or? Yeah, so I was that kid that your friends would ask you to draw stuff for them. You know? oh, okay. Like in art class, it was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I'll just ask... Junior, that's what they call me then. I'll just ask Junior to do it. 
<laughs> Every Mexican kid's been called Junior, I guess, at one point. Why is that? I don't know. It's it's like we have these ridiculous names sometimes, <laughs> so we just go with Junior, and that's what I had to do. Once once I left like uh, Washington Heights, it was like oh, I can't say your name. All yeah. right, Junior, it is. <laughs> so do you do you still have that problem now as an adult? No, I enforce it. I'm like, dude. Like, especially if I can, like, it, with friends and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, it's Guillermo, man. Yeah. Um, and it's like, man, I'm a little bit too old to be called junior. And then <laughs> um, it just kind of means something else now. Mm. Like, if, if you go through the trouble of, of pronouncing it right, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not impossible. Yeah. And it just kind of lets me know, like, okay, this guy cares. Yeah. But I have plenty of people that are like, hey, G. I'm like, okay. Yeah, like they're trying to be smooth about it, but you know they just can't. Say yeah, the name. yeah, <laughs> and and, and not, they don't even know. I don't tell them. I don't have this conversation with everybody. So like, yeah. hey, listen, man, if you really care, <laughs> you know. But it's just one of those things that I just think about. Okay, if they actually say what if it's uh it's something else. Um, Starbucks, it's like they they're not gonna see me again. So it's like my name is Will or something. No, but, see, I like because I have the same problem. Like no one. No one gets my name right, or it's always misspelled, or yeah. whatever. But like, especially at places like Starbucks, like because they always like will ask. Sometimes they'll ask me, yeah, and be like, "Uh, can I just put Nathan?" I'm like, "No, Nathan, you need to put Nathan because <clears throat> that's my name." Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, I'll help you spell it if you need help. Like sometimes I'm really rude about it because it's like you don't know you don't know someone you don't get to give them a new name. Like right. you just found out this person's name and like instantly you want to change it. To me, is it's like there's something about that that's really rude. True, true. That's why that's how I feel about like G, especially with mm. like coworkers or somebody mm-hmm. I'm gonna see more than once. But for some reason in my head, I just well, when I used to work for my old job, I would drive a lot and I would visit most of like North Texas Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like oh, I'm never gonna see him again. It's just like a transactional thing. So like, yeah, my name is Philip today. Yeah, you know, and it's like they're not gonna question it. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, sometimes somebody would be like, or or as they're putting my name in there, I'm like telling them, yeah, I'm not going to put you through the trouble <laughs> of saying my real name. And then they're like, yeah, I knew how to spell that. And a lot of times you, you do find those unicorns that are like, you don't expect them to know how to spell your nine-letter name. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. But that's another reason why I kind of branded myself because, hey, maybe you don't know how to pronounce Guillermo, but... If you see like either a logo or GDT, it's kind yeah. of it's a little a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay, so going back to to art. So how did you get into yeah. art as like a career? So there's several things that happen. Like I, I just I'm I don't take advantage of opportunities. Well, I guess. Um, so when I was a little kid in third grade, um, I had this amazing couple of teachers they were a married couple and mr and mrs mcpherson and um they actually got me a tutor they saw like potential in me mm-hmm. and they're like, hey we're gonna get this tutor for this guy which i'm now friends with on facebook because i somehow found him <laughs> but this guy tommy thompson would come in i think it was weekly and he'd be like sit me down in the library and and he'd just kind of give me stuff like uh, I remember he brought in like a whole uh, little bait box full of stuff, 
you know, like pencils, erasers, and rulers, and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, it's just like, cool, you know, I'm probably going to lose all of these, Mm. and I did. Uh, I think my dad ended up using, like, the box for tools, and it was just one of those things that later it hit me, like, somebody saw potential, but as a kid, you're just like, oh, that's cool that this guy is teaching me, like, some of the basics or yeah. things that my art teacher, I guess, wouldn't consider. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was later that it all hit me at once. And then I was that kid that in high school, you know how you, at the end, near the end, you can leave early? Mm-hmm. I think it was just seniors. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I was homeschooled, so oh, you I'm, I'm, like, nodding, like, yeah, yeah, I know what that means. Well, I think, like, near the end of, the, end of your um, four years, you then can leave early because you don't need as many oh, hours yeah, credits yeah, yeah. or whatever. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, I, me and like maybe it was like a handful of us. It was like less than a dozen for sure. Um, we we're just so into it. We seriously just wanted like maybe free materials and paint mm. and canvases. <laughs> but we decided, hey, we're gonna bug our teacher about you know maybe putting an extra art class. So it was only like three. And okay. They made an art four, I think. Okay. And then it was just a bunch of seniors that didn't want to leave, <laughs> that wanted to stay and paint. So yeah. we took advantage of that. And that was like another sign of me seriously, you know, being interested in mm-hmm. pursuing the arts. Um, but at the same time, it was, I, we didn't have the technology we have now, like the platforms we have now to share, to like run a business off mm-hmm. of some app. Um, so it was just kind of a weird area for me. Yeah. Do I want to go get in debt with all these technical schools? And all the stuff I was hearing then was like, either you go to university or you go to a technical college and you may not get, uh, transferable credits, mm. you know? So it was all this stuff up in the air. So I just started working mm. and then I got into a relationship and it was just the relationship and work and like, that's it. Yeah. So I was working two jobs for like six years and a relationship. So it just kind of all uh, like came to this halt mm-hmm. where I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, like the next step is establish a family and, and get your shit, you know, level up to like adulthood 100% mm-hmm. and have kids <laughs> and like, you know, get really in debt with stuff. So I was like, is that it? And then, you know, I was I was always bugged by friends. Like, hey, man, have you been doing anything with your art? Have mm-hmm. you been painting? Um, they're always asking me for, like, you know, some commissioned paintings or something. And I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it. But I always saw it as, like, something you just do as a hobby. Yeah. So um, I never pursued it. And the first time I got really involved was for Arts Goggle 2014. I was just like. I went to I went to a bearded lady when it's still there, and they had a little flyer, and I was like, "What's the worst that can happen?" <laughs> you know. So it was just kind of a snowball effect from there, because we were walking around, and um, you know, we met somebody. We met this lady that used to come into Kayla's job, Debbie Stein, and she was promoting Riverside, mm. the Ray Street. Mm-hmm. So. 
on a whim. I wasn't even like, oh yeah, I'm gonna start putting money into it. Yeah. I just we just went to check it out, and then we realized that the space they had was tiny, so it wasn't like I was committing to a lot. Yeah, and it was so cheap. I think it was like it was like seventy five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. It was like a seven foot by nine foot. <laughs> it was like the strangest <laughs> setup, but somehow I managed to put a fridge in there. I managed to put a desk, a little couch, shelves. And I got to work and I started just pushing like, hey, this is like a weird cold start, but let's see where it goes. Yeah. And then it just kind of took off into something else. But yeah, it was a snow snowball effect from like, hey, I'm putting myself out there. So the stuff that I actually showed, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told you this before, but <laughs> I had to borrow pieces from my friends. So like I painted stuff for them. Like I said, they would bug me about, hey, paint my car, paint yeah, this, paint yeah. that. And I'd be like, hey, bro, can I borrow that painting I did for you? Because <laughs> I have, like, nothing, right? Yeah. So I remember going and collecting all this <laughs> stuff from my friends. And then I finally go show up. And I have, like, the most humble little um, setup. And I did, like, a small little bio on me. Yeah. Like, nobody came. It was one of those things where, like, maybe two or three people came. But it wasn't, like, I came for this. Yeah. It's a restaurant I was in. I was in Conoroso. Okay, yeah. So... Met a good friend there, Amara. She was working there. But um, besides that, it was just like, okay, I'm kind of glad nobody saw this nightmare. <laughs> you know? I'm going to keep it to myself. That's like a really good, like, perspective to have on that. Like, I would have been bummed. Like, oh, nobody came. I was kind of bummed because um, that's just how I am. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I take things and I take them personally mm. when it comes to, like, when I'm isolating myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking that risk. You know, I just can't help it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, This isn't going to work, whatever. But it was just one of those random things where we're walking laps, just kind of like soaking it in. Yeah. And then Kayla recognized uh, Debbie Stein. And and she was like, yeah, you should check it out. It's a studio apartment or uh, studio spaces. So once you get into like an environment like that where you're surrounded by artists um it's just a different thing like you Mm. you have to you're almost held accountable and you're it's like the gym mentality Mm -hmm. where like hey you're paying for this yeah show up you know (laughs) use it yeah and by the way i i I went to the gym once in my life it was a bally total fitness you remember that no you don't remember i think Uh it may have just been a certain region but Bally Total Fitness, they, I guess, went out of business, but... So, wait, so you only went once? On my own, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you can go with other people, that counts. Yeah, like, like, I did the whole visitor thing. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, because my dad used to go, but... Um, I did I did the visitor thing for, like, a straight six months. Really? Yeah. I was like, one day they're going to be like, you can't be a visitor anymore. Yeah, they count them, right? They count the days. Yeah, they count them. I think it's like as long as, I don't know. It was at it was at a Planet Fitness. Mm. I think like, because we always went super late at night, and um, the guy who worked the night shift, like, I'm pretty sure like there would be times where it's like, yeah, you've been like too many times this month to like still be a guest, but he would just let us in anyway. So yeah. that's kind of why I kept going there. I was like, all right, eventually I'll pay for my own, but for right now. 
can't yeah. afford it. So. But if you if you're paying for well, you were taking advantage of a of a of a deal, right? But yeah. like if you're paying for it, it hurts to just pay and not take advantage of it. Sure. That's that's kind of what happened to me. Even though it was still approachable, um, it was one of those things that if I latched on to that, I feel like I would pursue it more. Because mm-hmm. at home, you can only do so much. Yeah. Uh, it's like the whole working at home too uh, mentality for you know when you work for somebody else. Um, so yeah, I, I leached or I leached. I attached myself to that, and then the crazy part was most like the average age was like I don't know. It was it was it, they were way older. Okay. Um, still, a lot of a lot of well, maybe that's what made it because. You learn a lot from from yeah. people that are super experienced. Yeah. So all these all these artists were super welcoming and it was super great. Um, but then I was growing out of my space, mm. so I needed more space. And then I, through K Life, found this apartment um, across the street, and there's a lot of available space. So we moved into that. Um, but yeah that area started hosting or, or was home to several artists at, mm. a, at a certain point. Uh, so you had studios sprinkled across the street. And it was mostly because the development hadn't happened yet and mm-hmm. rent was still super approachable. So a lot of people took that extra expense. And yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of short-lived for mm-hmm. some people. Um, but for me, I, I felt like it was a stepping stone. Like, hey, yeah. use it, you know? Yeah. And I think that once your, your, your perspective shifts, you know, you're not just getting by. Mm-hmm. Now you have a little bit of a cause or like, like a purpose mm-hmm. or, or you have some sort of drive. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just reading things differently. Yeah. You know, everything that comes your way is not, it's not just a random comment anymore. It's now an opportunity. Yeah. And, and that's also something that was enforced by uh, a photographer that was there, uh, Rhonda. Uh, she told me, at one point, she I don't even know what the conversation was about. I got a lot of good advice from, from those folks, but uh, she mentioned, like, like you have to be uh, sensitive to subtleties or, like, uh, be more aware mm. of, like, so, subtle things. And I guess because I was at the in the headspace I was in, and and just what she said, it kind of stuck with me to where I started, yeah, reading things a little bit more differently, like mm. um, taking advantage of opportunities uh, that directly, you know, lined up with what I was trying to do or yeah. trying to figure out mm-hmm. at that point. Um, so yeah, fast forward to like I think it was fourteen that I started renting like the end of 14 because our goggle was October so the end of that year I moved in so 15 I was going in there and then 16 came around and I moved into the studio um, and I had a little bit more work to show and I kind of had a lot more stuff figured out and that's when the whole meeting with Noel and what he was trying to do happened Noel Viramontes. Viramontes, yeah. From so, uh, Black House. Black House. Yeah. 
Brought to you by Blackout. Yeah. <laughs> no, they won't sponsor stuff. You hear that, Noel? You're too cheap to sponsor this podcast. I no, so for the real talk. I'm gonna trash talk Noel right now because I asked him. I was like, "Hey, um, do you and Sarah want to come on for an episode?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Only if you bring me food and I can say whatever I want." And I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna censor you, but like, I'm also not gonna make you dinner yeah. for an interview." So, well, you're known for for food, Nuelos. That's why I bugged you about food earlier. I mean, I, if I had known, I would have made you something. But. <laughs> That's what I get for drinking too much coffee. Um, no, yeah, I met that guy, and yeah, it was it was it was kind of the 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 shift that I needed. Mm. So it introduced me to the whole concept of if you don't see it on the menu, go make it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't, if it's not readily available, like you can, you have options that you have to create. So the whole DIY concept just kind of hit me. It's like, yeah, yeah like why don't we create our own platform? Mm. You know, why don't we just create our own hype? Um, and then around the same time, it was it was when you know social media was also um, a different thing. I had BlackBerry phones for like the longest time. I, oh I, man, I forgot about those. I, know. I grew up from a Nokia to a BlackBerry, and I thought I was the shit. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then because BlackBerry was like, oh yeah, we'll get to the app thing, and they like never caught up. Yeah. Um, well, they had some right, but the, it wasn't as like user friendly or whatever. Yeah. And then. I decided, okay, I'm going to start trying to market myself or like do, do things a little bit more using the apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and purchased like an iPod touch, which does everything. Yeah. You know? And I was, I was that guy with like two phone looking devices. I think when I met you, you still had the Blackberry. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, it was like, man, I just, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was through Kayla. Again, Kayla has been a huge influence in everything yeah. uh, with me developing as an artist. Um, she she was like, yeah, we're going to get this deal for these two phones and got me an iPhone. So this, uh, I think it's a six plus or it's a seven, whatever. Uh, I've been taking care of it. But this was an introduction like to just engaging a lot more mm. and at first all of our activity was just face to face because we'd put on events and it was just like hey who came i got to see him yeah and i was just using the ipod for like uh just posting stuff but yeah now i'm hooked <laughs> it sucks but it's a i feel like it's a i don't know like everybody likes to talk trash about social media, but I mean, it really is a good tool, especially for yes the kinds of events and things that, I mean, that's how I found a lot of mm-hmm. yours. I mean, I met you through Scout. I think actually she mm-hmm. t- told us, or told me that I should, I should go to some of your stuff, but um, that's where I found, like moving here, that's how I found out what to do and where to do it, you know, nice. was on social. It's like, oh, there's this event like that I've never heard about, or oh, there's a gallery yeah. On the street that I've never been to, and it was like an excuse to go to these different, you know, parts of the city. And so, I think it's a it's a a great way to connect people that you know aren't connected or haven't been plugged in yet. Right, and and the whole yeah, I'm gonna kind of expand on the whole you know using it as a tool. Um, 
once you recognize that it's a tool, not a distraction, like once you mm. differentiate the two, because this came up when I was meeting up with a friend that I was helping her do, um, I'm still working on it. I'm helping her do some illustrations, some concepts she has. Um, we're just talking about everything. And, mm -hmm. and uh, that came up and I hadn't thought about it that way until we were talking about it. And it like resonated with her. She was like, mm. yes. Um, but differentiating, you know, is this a necessity? Is this a tool? Is this mm -hmm. something that will propel me or I can use to further my, you know, uh, market or business or whatever, mm -hmm. expand? Or is this something that's just keeping me in my head? Mm. You know, like all these thoughts of like, oh, well, that person's doing that mm. at that age or at this time yeah. or knows those people. If you start using that, then, then that's harmful. Yeah. And they can get to that real quick. Yeah. Um, but it can also be seen as, besides a tool, it can also be seen as like, um, you know, something of a motivator. Mm -hmm. so, okay, well, since my outlook is a little bit more positive, I see them doing that much. Yeah. I should probably step up my game. Yeah. But yeah, getting hooked on it and just constantly viewing everything, I mean, it kind of, can be harmful i think yeah yeah like not visibly at first <laughs> you know yeah I, th I think yeah i i know what you mean like because it does have that kind of overwhelming potential like you're exposed to so much in like a minute you know right. you can see what everyone's doing like around the world and you're like yeah fuck i haven't done anything yeah. you know and so it, it can get overwhelming and my, my old man side comes out when I start <laughs> thinking about it because I start thinking, oh, well, things are just not as valued as they used to be because <laughs> everything's there, you know? Yeah. You want to meet your next wife or your first wife or whatever, like just download the app. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like, oh, shit, I embarrassed myself in front of that girl, mm. but it, it, it impacted her. You know? <laughs> it's now like, oh, whatever, she swiped the wrong yeah. way. I don't know what it is. I don't know which way is, which is the good one to the right. I want to say right because... I feel like swiping a, left is bad. But right is right, right? Yeah. 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 I feel like it left societally left like... The chat room or the chat. Okay. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Right, right in someone who uses that app, write in and tell us yeah, right which left. is the right, which is the right Shit. one. I think it is left. There's a... <clears throat> left is good? No, it is bad. Like when you like, when you swipe left, you don't like the person because there's a... Uh, there's a rapper I listen to in Puerto Rico, and he has a line that says, um, uh, the, Siempre vemos a novia en Tinder y le damos a la izquierda. Mm. And I was like, oh, that sounds like trash talk. So it must be bad to swipe left. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Rap reference. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I like it. Oh, yeah, so like using technology as a tool. Mm. Yeah, it's huge. Um it's not the only medium, but it's definitely one that I guess can make you money when you sleep. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not hitting the pavement or like going out or able to go out, mm. that's definitely an alternative. But um, yeah, so I, I, I updated my <laughs> operating system. <laughs> From the Blackberry. Yeah. Yeah, and then it just it turned into something else. So, yeah, just the ideas of, of um, 
using the tools available. Like, mm. um, yeah, once spaces became available mm-hmm. in my building, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is, uh, this is good. This is, uh, this is something I can expand on. Um, cause when I first walked in that building, you've seen it, it it's, I think the very first impression is, uh, just the wall space and that daylight or that sunlight, what's mm-hmm. it called? The roof sunlight? The, um, skylight. Skylight. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about your studio on, on yeah. street, by the way. Yeah. So the studio has like this, this, uh, you come upstairs and it's just a hallway and then it's like a T hallway where at the center, it takes you to the back. Uh, but when you first go up there, it's like, you don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like doors. Right. But yeah. then there's this beautiful skylight in the middle. Mm. Uh, and that's where we hang our studio made Sherry's painting and mm-hmm. everybody's day like brightens up when they see it. Yeah. It's so colorful. Like I love that one and, and just hanging it where the light hits it from the skylight. Yes. Like it just looks so nice. Like it's, it's so bright and just like the colors are really like refreshing right. somehow. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a really neat effect. So she's, she's owned that wall space for like the past year now. Mm. Um, one of the guys, cause we have, another business upstairs and they, they see it every morning. Um, mm. uh, it's a family owned business and the, the son and the, or the, the father and the sons have mm. comments. They're like, yeah, where's that painting when we take it down? So it's something that they're kind of, they notice, you know, ever yeah. since we put it up, they're like, I like it. And then whenever I take it down, it's like, Oh, where is it? Where'd it go? Yeah. And I've even teased them. I'm like, dude, buy it. Yeah. Buy it. And then whenever you leave, if you leave, you know, you can take it with you, but yeah. until then, it's like for sure gonna be here when you, yeah, walk in. <laughs> but that's just me trying to like make a sell for my friend. But maybe one of these days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it it makes it though. It's definitely yeah. a good piece. It's a, um, it's like a statement for sure. Mm. Yeah. And uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the layout up there is just kind of odd because um, there's no big open space. Yeah. So that's, I don't know if that's like also, you can, you can, you can kind of run off and say it's symbolic of like just getting into the art scene for me. It was like, okay, there's no direction. Mm. You kind of have to start opening doors for yourself mm. and see what it leads to. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, it's kind of symbolic to me personally, I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's, I guess a good segue into like why our luck exists because, um, yeah, that that kind of introduction to the art scene was kind of rough for me. Mm. I I guess I used to be very uh, very quiet, kind of just kept to myself for the mm-hmm. most time, for the most part. Um, and then when I started a retail job, they force you to talk to people, <laughs> you know. So I was like, I was that backroom. Uh, Socially, a backroom person. Okay. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, go go run the bar. Because I was a cashier. And now all of a sudden, you're like making jokes and like having to talk to people and yeah. small talk. And all that. So that <laughs> made me comfortable even speaking. Because mm-hmm. I would just say something. And if it doesn't make sense, I would just like retract into my little hole. And be like, yeah. Oh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like they portray them in the movies. But it's uh, it's it's real. I, I was like, man, uh, how am I gonna do this? But I'd rather 
work up here and it just broke me in and I was just mm. like, okay, now I have to be a little bit more sociable. Mm. And then just, just that really helps. Um, that's an element that people don't consider. Like the whole entrepreneurial even approach is just so many elements that you yeah. kind of have to either pick up or have or, and that's one of them to me. Mm. It's like, can you stretch your arm out to a complete stranger and be like, hey, yeah, this is what I do. Yeah, It's not the Nael, pronounce it correctly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things that just kind of helped me mm. and I didn't know. And that's, that's, that's kind of part of my whole experience is there's so much from your past or mm. from just your upbringing that are tools too yeah that you can start using um later in life and and not even know that you have those tools yeah um so yeah most of my work was just uh like warehouse or mm -hmm. or you know like just labor mm -hmm. and then once i got that job and it kind of introduced me to the whole hey there's something about learning how to well this is something that retail did because they have to right they teach you how to like uh, try to get them to open a card or, mm -hmm. or or get another sell out of mm -hmm. them whatever and it's kind of i guess it's kind of sneaky but it's also like a tactic that you can apply to just your life in general like not to be not to not to try to like you know rip off people yeah. but just make the most out of engagement you know yeah not just be like oh yeah whatever ring up your clothes or your, your your clothes and get out um when it comes to like the arts you see all these festivals and stuff where people are just walking 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 and you can tell the difference between like the entrepreneurial or like like business-minded artists mm -hmm. and like the ones that are just kicking it off and maybe yeah. they haven't gotten there yet because you see them engaging and it's like, hey buddy, I like your shirt, whatever, Some, uh -huh. something. Yeah. They already have that, that mindset of like, hey, if I don't take my shot with somebody, yeah, you know, um, I'm just gonna be sitting here all day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, that kind of helped me out. Um, and also being in that spot, just like being in that environment where um, you have other artists, mm -hmm. and you're trying to like feed off of each other and uh, learn from each other mm -hmm. and like I said going back to like Noel uh, when I met him it was through Instagram and it was just one of those things where I quickly realized how close we were yeah and like distance wise yeah so we just crossed the bridge I took Kayla I'm like hey we may get murdered tonight <laughs> we don't know this dude but let's, let's, let's give it a shot so did you you went to to went his, to his house, house the black yeah. house yeah no and he's the type of guy well he still is right uh <laughs> He was the type of guy that's like, yeah, come over, check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And then we had margaritas, and we looked over. It was like a okay. It, never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. But it <laughs> we 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 stood over the the balcony, mm -hmm. and they still had furniture in the house then, so it was like nice. Yeah. Um, still is, but it was furnished. Yeah. It was just a different look altogether. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, we stood over the balcony, and I was like, dude, you have this view, you have this, you have that, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His thing was, uh, you know, this is my home, it's yours, whatever you want to do with it. Uh, he just, what do you say, he just uh, 
He just cleans it or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's, that, that just kind of empowers you. Mm-hmm. You know, when people tell you, hey, man, this exists and it's for people like you. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody starting off or even just artists in general are always going to second guess themselves. Mm. So you kind of are very receptive to, to invitations like that. Yeah. So it was, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, okay, I'll keep in touch with this guy. But I was just doing, you know, commissions and just trying like every medium. I still am um, trying to figure it out. Because again, I had just gone through like these eight years of not really doing anything. Mm. I would sketch and I would draw and I had some free time and I would just, you know, do some illustrations for the most part. But then it got to the point where now I was buying all these supplies and buying all these brushes and paints. So I started really messing with them, different things. And um, yeah, Art Luck turned out to be a product of the attention that I got when we did a collaboration with uh, Noel in June. We did this uh, By the River show. So it was like a, it was just a pop-up show at one of the buildings that got knocked down on Ray Street. Um, and yeah, it was like a, it was a group show. There's like music. Noel like brought, you know, a lot of things into it. Uh, he made it an event. And I remember it was July of the next month that some friends in the studio needed to have, uh, they, they, they had friends that had left, whether mm-hmm. it was, you know, for personal reasons or for work or for school. So it was, uh, wow, Julian and Chris. And and they're local artists too. And, and yeah, they just needed somebody to kind of come in and, and, and help them promote the space. Maybe they can get a new studio mate. Mm. So we just brainstormed, and it was like, hey, what if we just had a figure drawing thing? Because we both like figurative work, you know, yeah. we're illustrators too. Um, and yeah, we set something up, and I had to make a name for it. Yeah. Like I was, I, w- I was on this like, um, this mindset of just wanting to brand everything, because mm-hmm. I felt like once you brand it, it's recognizable, and it's a shorter. It's a summary. I mean, once you yeah. brand something, if you have like a logo, even you don't have to say much after that. It's just, mm. it's just something that you, you can just put out there, and if people want to show up to it, it's quicker for them to make a decision. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, it was just like an art look at, uh, activity. It was just an activity, mm. um, and the whole concept was, we're just gonna have food and drinks, and then everybody, def- regardless of what medium, you're welcome. We have a model. Um, and then people liked it. Hmm. The word spread, and then it was large groups of people showing up. So the original like uh, form was a pop-up, like drink and draw, a mm-hmm. figure drawing session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course we had to adapt because the area started to change. Yeah. So we were doing all these different pop-ups on the street, and at one point we had it at a gypsy scoops Mm -hmm. so we made sure it was kind of safe for i mean once you start seeing people wanting to see something uh grow or thrive for no reason yeah like you didn't incentivize them in any way 
mm-hmm. that's when you know you're probably doing something right. Yeah. So it was a group effort. It was a lot of us putting a lot of, you know, effort into promoting it, telling people about it. Um, but yeah, it was one of those things that there were certain, there were times, man, where I was just lugging like all these tables and chairs and, <laughs> and easels and lights. And I was just like, why am I doing this? Mm. What, what is this? <laughs> why aren't I focusing on my art or mm. doing something for myself? Yeah. But it was one of those things that it just felt right. And it felt like people were benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, I wanted to watch it, see what happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it was a little bit of a sacrifice on my end of wanting to put aside some time for it, even when there was no real profit mm-hmm. or um, from the outside perspective, you'd say there's no benefit to it. Mm. Uh, I just found it exciting to like give something people be very receptive to it yeah um and yeah that was that was just a good experience and then to see somebody uh nearby feel the same way and obviously you've seen how successful his projects have turned out Mm -hmm. uh noel and black house um it just kind of keeps you going yeah okay maybe maybe we'll morph into something else um so yeah, our luck is is currently kind of taking a break. It's it's pretty evident. Like we put out a post <laughs> in January, I think, and it was just to like hype up the year, and and the I guess this what the one man show has turned into a group of eight people hmm. that again they're not even getting paid it's not it's not an an incentivized thing it's just they want to see it happen yeah um because they believe in it and there's a lot of things that are going to be fleshed out this year that we want to be like signature products or services or events and activities that we put out Mm -hmm. so we just kind of go off of a template yeah and yeah we're just trying to figure that out right now um, pretty much there. Um, but it's a startup. So the beautiful thing about startups is you think you're done. <laughs> and then it's like, psych. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's always changing. Like we're supposed to have something like this figured out last year. Hmm. We had like a team of people that were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, they take on different projects, their availability changes, mm. um, you know, whatever happens, disagreements or just random stuff. Mm. And then it just takes another shape. And the cool part is, you know, you just kind of, it's like a community project almost. Yeah. People kind of, kind of can come in and help anytime. Uh, just because we have a team doesn't mean that we aren't open to having other people be a part mm-hmm. of it. It just means that these people are probably going to be picking up the slack when something doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the beauty of it. There's extensions of the team. There's people that are part of the team that aren't, aren't uh, maybe listed, you know. And I, I feel like that's what makes it 
is having like a broad circle of people that mm. want to be a part of something. Um, but yeah, we have to get organized. Like there has to be a very consistent group that is committing to it just because of, you know, the process of organizing. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's people like yourself that are supporters that are taking on other projects and businesses apparently. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one of those things where, okay, it happens and we can only be happy for each other. Um, and it's growth Yeah. because, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's beneficial. At one point we're going to benefit each other. Like we did that collaboration with, with tacos for Mexico. For tacos. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, was like, awesome. That was the first time we met and it was like, okay, I want to help them out. And it's a huge good cause. So, uh, I think, I think we're going to get to the point where we're like, Hey, maybe it's been a year, maybe it's been a, a few weeks or whatever, but we can pick up right where we left off. And mm-hmm. Okay. I know how you work and I can, you know, depend on this kind of yeah. outcome. Yeah. So, uh, just making sense of that too, yeah. because when, when you start something, you're like, okay, are you in or are you out? You know, <laughs> it's like, Hey, don't tell anybody or like you're kind of protective of, of the brand or something. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's, it's, you have to, you have to, you know, make something, um, go through the process of making sure that it's something solid. Yeah. And if it is going to be successful, it will be nothing mm-hmm. to stop it. If you didn't do your homework, I mean, you're going to run into issues. Yeah. And if while you're figuring out those issues, somebody picks it up and makes it work. I mm-hmm. mean, okay. Yeah. Move on to something else or learn from that. Maybe you can make it even better. Yeah. But I'm learning that. Um, and, and that's hard. I joke about it cause I don't even read like the whole, um, what are they called? The, the signs. The signs? Yeah, like the, the like Cancer and Sagittarius and all that. Oh, like horoscope? Horoscope. Horoscope, yeah. Yeah, I, I read it like a few times when I was like, oh, I wonder if we're compatible. <laughs> but um, I don't really, I don't really like subscribe to that. You know, it's not like yeah. one of those things that I live my day by. <laughs> but I remember like I kept hearing like, oh, Cancer's moody. Cancer's moody as fuck. Cancer's really moody. And I'm like, Am I really that moody? Yeah. <laughs> so on top of that, I'm an artist. So it's like, I have like this mopey cloud over me, you know, just like, oh, this guy is, this guy is going to get hurt. But, um, it's been, it's been up and down for sure with, with, uh, with, with trying to take on these projects, but surrounding yourself with people that are like, okay, I went through that bro. Like, yeah. you'll be all right. <laughs> you know, getting your back or like just helping you, nudging you along. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Um, and that's what I like about art. Look, it's, it's almost like growing a community, but we're not, you know, we're not trying to keep anybody from anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still do your own thing. Yeah. Um, and like I said, extensions of the brand or the team is going to be a thing. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the three things. I mean, the the art look started as a just a pop up thing, and it still is. I mean, we don't have like a what you would call a brick and mortar. It's mm-hmm. not an art look space or building yeah. or anything. We've considered using the network to you know open up a, a place, um, 
may not be in the, you know, in in, in the timeline for us immediately. Sure. Because it's, it's something big. Yeah. But I also believe in starting small. Mm-hmm. So, like, if something like this, what I have going on in the studio, I get it figured out, work out the kinks. Like, who doesn't clean out the coffee pot? <laughs> not necessarily to, like, exclude them from the projects, but, like, should we even have coffee pots? Or like, um, you know, what kind of pe- what kind of things do these artists or uh, this group of people require? What are they asking from me? Yeah. Then, you know, we just grow it. We mm-hmm. scale it. Mm-hmm. Boom. 10 people, 20 people. Yeah. And at that point, we're accommodating, you know, for this group. But, um, yeah, I believe in, in more of a gradual growth. Um, maybe it reflects on the size of my brain, more slow. <laughs> I don't know. But um, definitely more, it's a little bit more safe, you know. Mm-hmm. Now you're watching your steps a little bit more. And don't get me wrong, we've taken plunges too. It's like, oh, that's risky. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, and and it's exhilarating, but not too many of those moves. Yeah, yeah. Just because I do want to see it expand, you know, I want to see it grow into something else. Um, so we will be talking a lot about that here in the next few months. Yeah, about what what we're trying to do mm-hmm. um, uh, with with Art Luck, but. Yeah, the three, I guess, the three projects is just my own work under GDT and then the studios in the building I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully turning that into a space that's welcoming to local artists so they can show their work but also have a different setting. Yeah. So obviously it's not somebody's home. So you're not walking into a house. And I, I really like the idea of people opening their homes. I wish there was more of the clumps together, mm-hmm. you know, like you could just say, park my car there. And I'm going to be down this street yeah. for the rest of the day. Um, but that's also Texas, you know, mm. it's like, it's big. Yeah. It's so much space. Everything's <laughs> spread apart. We'll get to the point here. <laughs> yeah. With all these, all these, uh, transplants we're getting. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm glad that they exist. It's just the situation I'm in currently lets us use the building we're in mm-hmm. um and and i i really like the space like the layout like i getting to go and, and visit um earlier this week because like you were talking about earlier like you go up the stairs you see a bunch of doorways and you're like where the hell am i like what mm-hmm. is this mm-hmm. and then as you go into you know really any of one of like the first rooms you're like oh like you start to get it and it i like that they're all connected but they're all like very different spaces like it's kind of hard to describe but it's all these different rooms that kind of lead into one another across the whole like first floor um and it's just a really neat um vibe but it's not I don't want to say this. Like, it's not confusing. Like, you're not trying to figure it out. Like, you uh, feel like you're in someone's house for the first time. Okay. Because it's very, like, comfortable. Yeah. But then, like, as you're looking at the walls, you're like, oh, there's all this cool art, like, oh. down this kind of pathway that I'm trying to just kind of navigate through. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody made a comment saying, like, you need art in the restrooms because they're kind of they're kind of creepy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, if she meant it or she was exaggerating, but, like, um, yeah, we have two public restrooms in the bag, and it's like, oh, there's no art, there's no nothing. Just yeah. Just like the vent fan. 
this is an art space. Come on. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that, but okay. Yeah. I just, that's an afterthought, you know, the restrooms. And yeah. Stuff. But um, yeah, I want people to think or realize, hey, we're in this creative environment. Like there's, there's something creative about it. Yeah. So um, yeah, we have projects coming up where we're going to do a combination of two, like do a pop-up thing or event, right? So mm-hmm. in May, we're going to have every Wednesday, uh, my friend Nate and his, his barbershop abstract. He's opening up a new shop and he's kind of welcoming, introducing the brand. Yeah. He's going to do a pop-up uh, uh, barbershop setup in one of the rooms. Yeah. Every Wednesday, we're going to put the time out there whenever we're ready. But um, yeah, it's coming up quick. Just yeah. So I, that, that's one of those things that keeps happening is you start seeing people taking these risks and these making these big moves and, and people are receptive to it. People want to see it. People want to be a part of it. Um, and yeah, that's going to be one experience. And we're going to have art that month, month of May. Jesse, uh, Jesse Sierra Hernandez is going to be showing there for the month of May. And we're going to have his open reception the 11th. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so whenever you come in to like get a haircut... You know, yeah, it's gonna be like, oh, I get to see art. Yeah, that's or cool. the other way around. You know, yeah. you're like there to see the art, and then you hear, bzzz. and you're like, oh, I'm looking kind of shaggy. I should get that right. taken care of today. Yeah, right now. And that's just random. <laughs> but that's the thing that you know we learn from other businesses that are doing things like that. It's like, well, bro, I mean, why not? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and and I learned a lot from from all these friends that I've made recently, where they're just doing things. Uh, in random spaces or doing random things in spaces that you, you know, you're not used to seeing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the whole barbershop, uh, it's going to be like a three-part thing where we're trying to do um, uh, like a pop-up thing and then we're going to do uh, a brand launch there as well. Um, and we're partnering up on other things as well. But... Um, you're going to have art there, and then our friends from TX and, and, and PBR mm-hmm. are going to help fuel it. Okay. So it's going to be one of those things where we're not selling alcohol. We mm-hmm. can't. But you made the decision to come support somebody local. Here's a little treat. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to do like a lunch hour you know, shave thing because we don't want to get you loaded going back to work. <laughs> but like maybe like an evening thing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be like free drinks. Come hang out. Uh, you know, ask questions, check out the art if you want to buy something. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to, yeah, we have some other businesses that are interested in it that they're not a hundred percent yet. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can't even, talk about it but yeah it's 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 just interesting how you know you randomly just get that dm and say hey can we do this yeah are you interested in doing that yeah and i'm like oh i never would have thought of that yeah that's cool <laughs> but you threw yourself out there and you're like hey um i'm open for it yeah you want to do it yeah and people are receptive a lot more now and, and that's the other thing it goes back to i hadn't hadn't touched on this on this conversation but uh, most of the people I've kind of met have either come to the city or started doing something seriously and full time, like in the past six years. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. it's only been like the past six. It's within the six year mark. Yeah. I'm sure before then, um, but most of the people that give me a date, they're like, yeah, bro, I started this, or I started doing that, or I, I seriously considered doing this, or I moved here. Yeah, like 2013, 2014. Um, and it feels like a wave at that point. Yeah. You're like a part of this wave. And then you also start thinking bigger. Mm-hmm. You start realizing, okay, so we're in this small town or a small circle, um, which Fort Worth is not small anymore, but like we're in this uh, relatively smaller environment. We know what can happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not ignorant to the fact that development is happening yeah. every three feet. Um, so like, what do we do? You know, like, what do we do as artists? Like, do you start a business? Do you become a part of that growth? Or do you wait till you get kicked out? Which is like what happened to the studios, mm-hmm. Free Street. Um, and that also made me want to uh, get established a mm-hmm. lot more. Like, okay, are we going to make something out of this? Or is this just like a fun phase we went through? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, okay, um, start considering real changes to one or all of the brands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's like a lineup of people that are relatively in the same age group trying to do the same thing in a, in a, in a creative, I guess, platform that are just looking at each other right now. And like, bro, are you seeing this? You know? And it's just, it's just kind of odd because it's, 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 it's like, it's hitting you all at the same time. Um, and that's just my perspective. I may be mm. completely wrong. Everybody's mm. just like, oh, fucking Guillermo's like five years behind. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but in my, in my mind, it's just like, oh, shit. Uh, everybody's just kind of like moving and doing these big things because of the the point we, we're all hitting in time and place and just, you know, growth as a city and mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's like we're embracing that change. You know? Yeah. There's a few that, you know, we get, we get kind of intimidated by it. I'm not saying I don't, but I haven't like thrown in the towel. You know, it's one of those things that it, it can it can definitely uh, steer you away. Cause there's nothing like just being safe. You know, mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah, well I got a decent paying job, get to cook when I get home and go to sleep and that's it. Yeah, but. I feel like there's something exciting about not knowing wh- where your, you know, next partnership or collaboration or even income is going to mm-hmm. come from. Uh, which I'll probably regret saying later, <laughs> but it's it's just it's just um, it's a little bit more exciting. I mean, I don't ride a bike and wear leathers, so this is my <laughs> kind of. Uh, risky this is your, your thrill yeah yeah <laughs> so i i think it's uh yeah it's a good time it's a good time to start stuff and you see it all the time uh you see brands that start up as um pop-ups or businesses mm-hmm. but to me they're all brands right yeah um that will sell stuff out of a car or 
sell stuff out of a truck or do a pop-up somewhere mm-hmm. and then you see them opening up shop yeah like the projects you're taking on it's like yeah people like it people are receptive to it next phase yeah um yeah yeah and, and like when you put it like that like it sounds like very like reasonable mm. but it doesn't i think for a lot of like small business entrepreneurs or people starting brands like it doesn't feel like a reasonable next step you're like ah oh, but like this does well as a pop-up but like yeah can it function as you know the next step yeah well being open-minded like if you were to say and not saying this is like the formula yeah what do I know? and i mean i think it's it's good yeah. just like clarifying like i think it's positive i think just like it can like hearing you say it like that now makes a lot of sense mm. but i think a lot of times we can get caught up in our own like fears and it doesn't seem like it's like no that's not that's not the next step like there's got to be more steps in between yeah yeah um and that may be something that that i don't know if this is um i'm just kind of pulling this out of my ass (laughs) i feel like if you start with nothing and you're trying to make something out of nothing you're more bound to get creative with keeping something and maintaining something mm. as opposed to somebody just handing you a stack of cash start this business then you're like ah oh, well it flopped i'm out mm. you know yeah but if you're like sweating embarrassing yourself asking people to buy something or some you know trying something completely risky yeah um you get those wrinkles in your brain and now you're like, okay, well I'm going to try this different approach. Mm. I'm going to try something else. And that's what I was going to say is like, maybe it's not like across the board, a a form of leveling up your pop-up or Mm -hmm. your, your your kind of, um, um, your business. Uh, But if you kind of approach it with the mentality of, okay, I'm gonna mix it up, come six months, come a year, and introduce this element yeah. to it. Because, you know, I think like subways and, and chains like that, they have the system down. It's cool. It's like established. It's like they have the one product. There's a formula. But then if you're trying to sell, you know, something that you make, mm-hmm. um, your brand, like your 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 product, has to evolve. Yeah. Look at artists all the time. They change something. They add an element to it. They mix it up. They add an ingredient that makes it now either more flavorful or or more enticing for other people. Mm-hmm. They start reaching to other markets. So, again, I'm not saying, like, this is proven or yeah. whatever. <laughs> this is just what I'm also seeing is, is businesses are evolving you know, so they're welcoming elements mm-hmm. outside of their product. Look, look at what uh, Stir Crazy did with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, by letting you guys show up there, they added more of a following yeah. to their business. Not that they needed it, they're great, but it's that collaboration. Mm-hmm. And I hope to do that with, with MySpace because when people are trying to like launch something, if I become a good platform or, or become a good uh, place to look at 
to see what's happening or what's new or what's local. Um, I think we both benefit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, just from, you know, my perspective, in a way you, you already have kind of created a, like a recognizable platform. Like mm -hmm. I think that like when people see like art luck on like an event logo mm -hmm. or, or on something like that, like there is a certain, um, expectation of like what they're going to see. Like people kind of like know to some level what to expect when they see that of, yeah. you know, different kind of different local artists and like the kinds of art and the way it's going to be kind of structured. Like, you know, there's going to be like good art there and, and probably a lot that you haven't seen before. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited about keeping that going. But one thing I was telling my friend was, um, uh, somebody that's interested in investing and like taking us to that next level. Um, it's like, we were doing this just like on my back and a few volunteers. Mm -hmm. And I would put that at maybe 10% effort. So my thing is, if we're going into our third year with that much effort, it's grown this much, I want to plug it in or dial it up to 100 and see where it goes. Yeah. Or maybe I'll be gradual again. It'll just be 20%. Yeah. <laughs> keep it going. Um, but my thing is, yeah, we got this far with this minimal effort, not needing you know, location, mm -hmm. not needing employees, not needing all these expenses, all this overhead, um, with pretty much a single person wearing all these hats, um, which I'm kind of proud of, but I feel like it would have been a lot smoother <laughs> if I had a lot of help. It's just people kind of feel you out too. Mm. You know, they want to feel you out and see like, okay, what's this clown doing? Is mm. it something valid? And that's where I feel the team comes in. It's like, okay, well, I recognize it, like you said. Yeah. This is something that, that delivers. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of our friends have shown and have sold and or had sorry, or have made connections that have kind of sent them off to a different path. So I feel like that, to me, is valuable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and people see that. People pick up on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so my thing is the next the next uh, phase is going to be not more effort. I, I guess I worded that wrong, but more um, precision. precision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, a little sense. bit more focus. Mm. Yeah, because at first you're just like, I want to do all this. And in your head <laughs> it's just like a cloud of like this huge, you know, uh, sheet of stuff. Uh, like the bubble graphs or whatever and 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 it sucks because i feel like i'm scatterbrained i want to do all of them yeah and then whenever you start delegating to like what i'm doing now still they get fed up with my ass they're like guillermo write that down it happened to me <laughs> this week um and i love them for it because if they don't get on my ass it's like oh i'm gonna keep thinking it yeah you know? uh and it's something that i know i mean i i got to the point to where i was consistently writing in, in a book because those maybe six thoughts or six like ideas mm -hmm. in your head to me multiply like yeah. it feels like you're looking through like a little uh what's it called 
Um, like a Rolodex? Kaleidoscope. Oh, kaleidoscope. oh, kaleidoscope. Yeah. So, like, it's it's just one or three things, right? But because you don't write it down and you don't realize, oh, well, this one's not actually a thing or this is actually both of those, you know, in your head, it's like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm wearing myself out thinking about them. Um, but writing things down and getting more organized has really helped. So, yeah, whenever they're like, yeah, well, how about you actually write it down so we can read it and then maybe give you feedback on it? Um, you know, that works way better. But, um, yeah, now having to, like, answer to a group of people that, you know, are looking forward to meeting up, are looking forward to organizing things, yeah. um, are super available and willing um, it makes it, it makes it, um, organized. Yeah. 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 And that's something that, that, that some people are good at and some people like artists, most artists are like, no, <laughs> I'll pass. Can I pay you to do it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're also kind of on a budget. So we have to do the organizing ourselves. <laughs> and yeah, it's 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 been it's been uh it's been a trip, man. Yeah. Yeah, cuz once you start wanting to see consistent results, your left side of your brain kicks in. Mm. You know? Cuz you can be creative all day and you'll just be chaotic. Yeah. And it's when you want to structure it you want to have the studio, you want to have, you know, consistency, reach out, market yourself, uh, become an established business. Yeah. You have to start doing the boring stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's fun when you want to do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's cool, man. Dude, so if people want to keep up with what's going on and find out how they can go to the events that you're doing. What's the where's the best place to to follow to find all that stuff? So for the studio, GDT Studios, it's just uh, on Instagram under at GDT Studios, um, and same thing, same address for the Facebook. But yeah, if you want to keep up with what Art Luck is doing, it's uh, Art Luck FW on Instagram. It's A R T L U C K. A R T L U C K, yeah, F W, um, and artlook.net. So, my art page is what is it? GDT Art. That's the one I. You know, you have the, you have too many Instagram accounts. It's the neglected child. <laughs> yeah, it's GDT.art, which I I'm getting into. Uh, I'm finishing up a commission here. Nice. But then. Man, I'm hoping to have a body of work to show soon. Um, so, of course, I'm gonna use my own space. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like if you build your own boat, you kind of sell anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting philosophical with it. No, but I feel like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna create a space where yeah, I'll give emerging artists an opportunity sure. to show. And kind of offer a little bit of a different uh, uh, experience. Mm -hmm. 
And then the area we're in, you know, Ray Street's just super walkable now. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, hey, I came to check out this show, but now I'm going to go have dinner. Yeah. I'm going to go have some drinks. Um, You have that option. Yeah. But I feel like implanting that kind of little pocket Mm. in that area is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we put those events on on Instagram and we have a website where uh, gdtstudios.com where we're trying to promote like uh, whoever's featured that month and you can actually shop yeah like let's say you can't make it out to the event Mm -hmm. we'll put artwork up for sale on there Um, and even if you are there instead of like looking for somebody to buy it from oh you can just do it on your phone that's cool yeah we tried that with, with our first show and it was good. And we had people that were not even there that came. Yeah. And they wanted to see it in person. And they bought it. So it's a little bit more seamless. Um, and I'm not trying to disconnect, but I'm just, I'm trying to make it quick. Yeah. 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 Like if you want to, you can. Yeah. And again, we're on Ray Street. Um, and it's uh, in the newly rebranded River East. I still call it. What did what did you call it before River East? I uh, called Riverside. it okay. That's what yeah. I always called it yeah, when I lived over there because that's right. what everybody called it. Right. The majority is uh, that little <coughs> pocket is rebranded, um, and you have to respect the the pioneers that came in and and are still trying to brand it as um, uh, Riverside Arts District. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is which is huge because you know. It's, it, it, it had all these studios in it. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, now we only have MySpace and my friend Michael's Ray Street Gallery, mm-hmm. right by Dino's. But yeah, at one point it was just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's uh, I think five different studios, four galleries. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's not a lot, but it's. I mean it's for you walk it. Yeah, for yeah. like one area to have it's a lot. and then yeah we like to confuse people because we would pop <laughs> around the first time we did the drawing session oh so they'd show like, up to the the one we had last week and oh like, yeah <laughs> what are we doing here <laughs> yeah so um if it ever becomes you know a bit of an arts district mm-hmm. i think that'd be huge we do have the post opening up again we used to have shows there. Exciting! I love the post. I think that opens uh, either late spring or early summer, which I'm not sure what those months are even. Yeah. Any anybody listening up north? Like we don't really have seasons. Oh no, no. Like it was 44 degrees this morning, and it's probably like 80 degrees outside right now. Yeah. On April Fools was like <laughs> our winter. I I I'm hoping. I don't want to jinx it. But I'm, like fingers crossed, like we're not gonna have a really harsh summer. Yeah. This year, cause like the the winter went like longer, and like the spring has been really mild so far. I think it's temperature wise keep leveling up. Like we're gonna have 130 degrees oh, summer, God, not... but like in January. Ah. Uh, and then we're gonna get. Uh no, man! You just like ruined my year. And it's gonna all just flop. We're going to have, like, freezing weather in, like, June. So weird. Right? Yeah. I mean, it always surprises, though. It surprises us, though. Just talking about the weather, like, 
realizing, hey, why is this still going on? Or yeah. why, why, why is this really hot? Or why is it yeah. really cool? But I think, I think uh, our Texas pride kind of gives us that Stockholm syndrome where we just <laughs> forget about the bad, you know? The summers are rough. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, oh no, this is fine. We're in, like in a burning room, like that little dog. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine. This is fine. No, I complain about the summer all the time. Like I don't, I I don't, I won't complain about winter. Like if it gets cold, it stays cold. Like I don't care. Like I like cold weather, but it gets even like too cold for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll never complain about it because I like just compare it in my mind to summer, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna save all of my bitching for summer. Right, right. That's what deserves it. Man, it's the worst. Yeah, summer is the worst. <laughs> well, I used to drive a lot, so I was always in the elements. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I could probably just never come out. Stay cooped up in my True. apartment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the perks of working where you live. Yeah. Well, on that note, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please uh, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, whatever you're listening on. Uh, leave us a review. It really does help with ratings, which helps more people find this podcast so they can listen to it. Uh, so if you don't mind taking a minute to do that, I uh, would appreciate it. But uh, Guillermo, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thanks for the invite. It was great.